Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. I saw this last night, and you may know uh, more about this, Chris, than I do. Um, but this is uh, incredibly uh, good news. Um for this particular individual. Uh, but I saw a picture last night of Tim Tadlock, the head baseball coach yeah. of Texas Tech. Yeah. And in the office with him at camp last night was special assistant Ray Hayward. Yeah, that was really good to see. I mean, uh, if yeah. you have followed this story at all, I, I think it's just um, a miracle that he's still alive. Um, he's had a heart transplant. Mm -hmm. He's had a kidney transplant. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's, uh, naive to say that he was in jeopardy of, of, uh, of living. Yeah. Uh, but just the, the, the picture that I see here of him standing with a smile on his face and, uh, he, he looks relatively healthy. I'm sure he would say, well, I, I got a brand new heart and a brand new kidney. Um, you know, to be in, to be still standing, and to be back in town, uh, I think it's it's a it's a it's a miracle. Yeah, they, I mean, he spent months in the hospital. Months, months. Um, I mean, we're going back just, to we're going back basically to March of last year, yeah. or this year, I should say. Yeah, and uh, I mean, his wife God Jeannie bless was him. just absolutely. I mean, the fact that you know, you know, you just know God was with that family, yeah, no doubt, and you know. They they stayed true and they I mean, and there was a lot of people lifting him up out here mm-hmm. in West Texas and around around the country. Um, just a a great guy and so happy to see him. I mean, getting the this you know where it was just everything he could do just to sit up in bed, um, to taking steps. To, we're talking about a guy who, you know, in in the in the winter and and a lot of times is pitching batting practice. I mean, mm-hmm. he's. You know, just he's a little bit younger than me. I'm I'm 61. I think he's yeah. 60. Yeah. But you know, to be out there and pitching, and I mean, we're not we're not talking about you know not doing anything. And then all of a sudden, you've got this heart problem, and then it just goes from bad to worse to worse to worse. And then because of everything that that took place, your your kidney shuts down, yeah. and um, you have to have a kidney replacement. So. Anyway, um, just wanted to uh, to bring that up this morning. That's yeah, that I'm, just, and I'm uh, glad you did because excellent you know, news. Yeah, that's really good news, and 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 I, it was it was a, a tremendous surprise um, to see that yesterday, and and just to see him out mm-hmm. at uh, um, at the facility yesterday. I mean, sure. And, Standing upright and and looking healthy, looking I'm, healthy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the that you know, all all I can say right now is God is good, and I'm mm-hmm. just continue uh, the the health and and uh, recuperation for Ray and and you know I mean on a selfish note I I, I want to look over to the middle section by the by the behind home plate and see him sitting there watching games and and. Um, but yeah, it's it's good for him, good for his family, and just uh, continued. Good to have uh, him back in town. Yeah, just continued recuperation. Right. Uh, here's uh, something that's going to take place tomorrow. I don't know the details, but I'm going to tell you this is good news uh, because the uh, you know there's been a lot talked about with uh, 
name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the football team and each one of those guys getting 25 grand and, mm-hmm. and the basketball team, those guys, uh, you know, I think they've done more than well for themselves. Uh, for the most part, uh, a lot of those guys are, are going to do quite well for themselves. Um, and I'm not sure how much the baseball guys have benefited, although I think they're starting to, but you'll, you, you've seen some of them benefit. Um, but now, uh, the women's basketball team, the lady Raiders, uh, there'll be a special announcement tomorrow by, uh, Mark McDougal, Keith McNeese, Ross Rush, Ross Rushing and Kirk Knowles from level 13 agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lady Raider, uh, basketball team in regards to a team-wide name, image, and likeness deal. Details of this deal will be announced tomorrow. I do not know the specifics of this. So there'll be a press conference tomorrow at uh, the Womble on the Lady Raiders practice court. And so I look forward to uh, to hearing about that because obviously um, those folks uh, on the women's basketball side, I mean, they're in competition. Uh, Coach Gerlich and her crew have been out recruiting uh, as a uh, the second form of uh, summer camps and events that have taken place across the country as you're trying to get ready for the, you know, next wave, you know, cause you're always recruiting. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, the sales business of anybody's business. You're always, you're always looking for new, always looking for more, always mm-hmm. looking for your next. And um, so they're, they're trying to, to upgrade and, and move on. And in the meantime, uh, get ready to go to Greece, which they're going to do next month. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be an, an awesome opportunity for them um, to go and, and play a few games. And they're going to play against some stiff competition. So it be good team bonding, team building, uh, in addition to just getting extra workouts uh, when you think about it. That can only improve your basketball team. Um, and so you're hopeful that uh, the new additions that they've made, uh, they can uh, glue it together a little bit and uh, be off and running when the season starts in November because that season will be here before we know it. Yeah, November 1 and is <laughs> once you kick off that football team. <laughs> once you kick off the football team, I mean the whole the whole clock is uh it speeds the whole up. clock is running, it right? It speeds up absolutely. Too. Yeah. So uh unfortunately, um Fink and I are not needed in Greece. Well that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate, but that would be probably a gross misuse of resources. They are gonna play But they, they will they will they will be able to do it without us. As shocking as it as it does seem, no, I'm that sorry. I know I, I've not been. You ever been to Greece? Uh no. I've I've been to uh, Spain, France, um, Germany, Italy, not Greece. Not Greece. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, told you about a kickoff luncheon that'll be tomorrow for uh, Ronald McDonald Charities. Uh, Coach McGuire will be speaking uh, over at the stadium for that, so that, that's a good fundraiser. And then the Red Let's Raiders. Get ready to handshake. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I will be uh, quality be, and well placed. I'll be I'll be suited up like uh, like you've not seen. So oh, I dropped. Oh, off. that's right. You're. Uh... I, that, I'll be suited up like you've not seen. Well, you're. Tomorrow. You're. Are you? I dropped off some shirts already this morning that I needed to have. Dry cleaned. Oh, yeah. I need that jacket. I'm not wearing that jacket uh, tomorrow. Not wearing that one. Thought about it, but I'm not wearing that one tomorrow. Might save that one for the Red Raider Club. I need that jacket. Like, 
bunch. I love that. That's I did that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and that Chuck was, is right there, ready to that oblige. Was, that was right. I, that was my introduction to uh, Joey McGuire. Hmm. So, um, and this this to me is uh, quite curious. Um, so they're going to have the Red Raider Club kickoff luncheon August the twenty sixth. Yes, and it's the traditional one inside the Civic Center. You know, you'll have the, you know, the big uh, trucks there from Lubbock Truck Sales and the palms and the cheers and the band and the football team and the head football coach i'll bet he gives a riveting speech i, I there will be gonna... no need for tom stone to speak for uh the head football yeah. coach in this particular it's no slight no, st- no slight at coach kingsbury but that just was not his skill set that you know what we are i'm gonna be on the air so i'm gonna miss that part of it but i'm i you know i'm gonna probably go to their first part and then slide over here and do the show but here's yeah because we'll be right there we're right here. We're gonna, yeah, we're right here. We can walk over there. I, well, yeah. If you wanted to. But the here's the deal. Admission for this thing is free for all fans in general seating areas. Um, oh, wait. So, yeah. so you can eat down on the floor, but if you want to just come and hang out. Yeah, but I'm getting – the way that I the way that I understand this, okay, correct, and I can be corrected if wrong, is you can reserve tables of eight for $750. Yeah. Admission is free for all fans in general seating areas. There's a seating area above the. Is that what that is? Yeah. They, you so know, the, the only way you can you, get to uh, get the lunch is to buy a table. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't okay. get to come in and have lunch and go sit up in the upstairs. No. I, okay. I, you you know I mean I to to be quite honest I don't know how you get up there. Oh I mean, yeah, there's an elevator and there's stairs. That there's goes stairs. Up. Yeah. I've never been up there and never sat in a seat up there. Okay, so I'll the other see. way is the tables of eight, which are seven hundred fifty dollars. So you got to have eight friends. Seven. Seven plus yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I, was, I I guess I did read that wrong because I was thinking that was a free meal too. That was a free end. <laughs> <laughs> There's no free end. That should know better now. Right? Come, come, come on, come man. on, man. <laughs> my, you know, I was. Uh, it was the intrinsic value uh, that I thought was coming my way, but uh, not not to be the case. All right, six forty. This day in sports history is next. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Time for this day in sports history. With that, George Christopher Sneed, who's in for Jamie Lent this morning. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> July 27th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Are we going to make it? We are all going I just, to make I don't it. Have that, I don't have that feeling from you today that we're going to make it. We're all going <laughs> I feel to make like, it. I feel like we're... I feel like we're not going to make it today. It's okay. Hey, you know what? We are surviving and advancing okay. in all things. Uh, on this day, Chuck, mm-hmm. 1927, Mel Ott, uh, a young lad of 18, okay. it's his first major league home run. It was an inside the park home run. Oh, how about that? You know, back then, those parks were all weird shaped and no, you, you, know, you kind of wedged them into weird spots and you're poo-pooing the inside the park but no, no i think i think the inside the park home run is terrific i love it i love an inside yeah. the park home run those are those are better yes. and i agree you're just a little more tired when you get done with them 1946 boston red sox rudy york uh he hits two grand slams in one game chuck wow 10 rbi very nice yeah that's good uh one year later uh new york yankees catcher yogi berra Starts Yogi Berra. Yeah, Yogi Berra <laughs> starts a record 140 game, 148 game errorless streak. That's uh, impressive. Yeah, and it's just nobody goes there. It's too busy. <laughs> 
1983, Gaylord Perry. He joins Noah Ryan and Steve Carlton to reach 3,500 career strikeouts, also winning his first career game as a Kansas City Royal. Uh, he would get 34 more strikeouts in his career. Actually, was it 53? 34? No, 34 more strikeouts in his career. Uh, he would pitch for eight teams, <laughs> nine teams total, but the Rangers twice. Yep. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, 1988, baseball star Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Tomas. We know him well. Uh, he commits a record three errors on one play as the Yankees route the Brewers. <laughs> so Tommy John pitched for the Yankees, commits one, uh, one, two, three errors, and they still beat the Brewers 16-3. Not bad. 1992, the Astros begin a 26-game road trip. You know why? Why? They had to make room for the Republican National Convention. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 26 games on the road. Mm. Uh, 1993, the NBC was awarded the 1996 Olympic coverage for a record $456 million, a paltry they have, sum they have, today. They have not let go of that either. Yeah, well, they, they're paying a lot more. It's like double every time they do that. I mean, you got to think back then, the Olympics were on pay-per-view. No. Uh, well, remember that, they, that the was when they broke 88 the, Olympics was definitely on pay per view. Well, they brought out I mean, the they, they, Olympics the, triple there cast. Was, there was a lot. They, yeah, they there was a lot of the Olympics. Is, it was still over the air though. Yeah. If you wanted to see, yeah, if you wanted, if you to, wanted see, to see crew, yeah. if you wanted to see individual right. rowing, and now none of that is on pay per view. Well, the Olympic have, coverage used to be a pay per view. No it's content. The, no, there was some of it. The majority of it was over the air. Yeah, they if would. You show wanted you stuff. to watch the Olympics? Some of it. If you want to watch the Olympics now, do you turn a TV on? If yeah. you want to watch the prelims right, in the right. swimming event. If, if Can you, you turn wanted, a TV on if you and watch wanted it? to watch the main events, it was over the air. Right. You got the finals and you got like the high profile stuff, and yeah. that was it. There was no prelims. I agree with Jeff. There but were no I, races. I think that you get it all now. But back then they they brought out the, the concept of the triple cast. Remember they were you would see it on this, sure. you would see it on this, and sure. you could you could watch it over over streaming okay. on the on the internet. And technically was, you're right, but it was, for the most part, the, the the main the main things were over the you the, could watch the, the 100 meter dash. You couldn't watch the 1500. Okay. 1996, uh, a bomb explodes at that Olympics in Atlanta Olympic Park. One person killed, 110 injured. Remember our man Richard Jewell? Boy, he. They tried to pin it on him right off the bat. They did. I mean, the, they didn't the, try to pin it on they, him. They, they did. They pin pinned it on, it on that guy, and they ruined that guy's mm -hmm. life. And shame on without, those guys that for, do, for doing that because they had nobody else, and the guy was actually. The guy was actually a hero, and they turned his life upside down. Shame on them. Uh, 1999, Tony Hawk, the first skateboarder to ever land a 900. Two and what do you think about the, like the snowboarding and the skateboarding and stuff like that? I mean, it's not my is thing, it, but if you, can make money do, if you can make money doing it, sure, someone will no, pay you to do it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, people watch it. I can laugh at Tony Hawk and those guys all I want, mm -hmm. and he gets into his Bugatti and drives away. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. That guy's driving a Ferrari. Yeah. And that girl next to him smoking hot. <laughs> he is an excellent follow on Twitter, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just, I mean, so yeah. I mean, because if you, we can, his name is more famous than his face. So when people see his name, oh, Tony Hawk, like the skateboarder. Yes. Yes. Like the skateboarder. Just like the skateboarder. I mean, are you, you know, related to him? Yes. Yes. I'm him. 
Me. I'm that guy. Uh, it is National Scotch Day. You a Scotch guy? I am not. Jeff? Not a big Scotch guy. Like, I will enjoy a glass when my cousin is town because he is a big Scotch guy, mm-hmm. but it's not something I'm generally purchasing. Yeah, the Scotches, the whiskeys, the bourbons, now all those the, I'm in on. Yeah, there's, there's, I know a lot of guys that are, you know, it's become trendy. I mean, and I've even caught, got caught up, caught up, gotten caught up in the, you know, have some bourbon around. No, some fancy. not you get caught up in trendy. No, let me show you my shock face. No, not you. I was interested, Chris. Keep Born going. on this day, Triple H. 53. I was just trying to be funny. Why do I feel like we're going to see Chris, uh, Triple H's finishing move later today? <laughs> Born on this day, A-Rod. Oh. 47. Former Jennifer Lopez. Uh, boy, Jennifer Lopez dropped him like a bad habit. No, and, I, she, I, and she went and shacked up with uh, Ben Affleck again, so they're, they're going to no, take two of them. Yeah, they got the secret marriage that they told everyone about. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Uh, born on this day, the Longhorn uh, golfing Under Armour guy, Jordan Spieth. 29 years old. Uh, born on this day, a guy who no-hit the uh, Red Raiders, Max Scherzer. No-hit the Red Raiders. Yeah, 25-3 to three route, I believe it was. No, sorry, 25-0 to zero route. <laughs> sorry, it wasn't in three, mm-hmm. zero. Uh, born on this day, Bill Engvall. Here's your sign. Uh, born on this day, former Red Raiders center fielder, Taylor Ashby. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Uh, 35 years old, somewhere out in the wilderness, uh, yeah. trapping and hunting and uh, giving uh, tours and fishing and making a lot of money doing it. Apparently. His daddy will be here Saturday morning, Taylor yeah. <clears throat> Thetford and Ashby. Uh, dead on this day, still dead, Smokey Joe Wood. Baseball player. Did you that? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, played in the World Series in 1912, 1915, 1920. He was the major league wins leader back in 1912. Do you know what his record was? Uh, I bet it was something ridiculous, but no, I do not. 34 and 5. Okay. Uh, 1911 no-hitter, Boston Red Sox. Uh, uh, he pitched for the Red Sox in Cleveland, and he died at 95 on this day. Uh, RIP, uh, Tony Dow. Is he dead? He is dead, 77. Are you sure about that? 100%. Here, uh, I think upon further review, his wife had to retract the fact that he's not dead. He's in his last days. He's not dead on this day. Not, de- not dead. <laughs> dead on this day, not dead. To, he's, he's, he's in his final days, according to his son, but apparently mm-hmm. apparently, I thought not, I saw that he, that he passed. No, you did see that. You, okay. did, you did see that. Uh, I, the, I saw something. You can't trust the interwebs. Well, again, it's it's not the interwebs' fault. It's his wife's fault because she's the one that told the management company to release the, the fact that he had died. Okay. Uh, okay. But now he is in hospice, according to reports. Okay. Well, okay. Were you a Leave it to Beaver guy back in the day? I was a Leave it to Beaver guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also dead. Um, sad day for me. My guy, Tubbs. Tubbs the cat. Tubbs the yeah, cat. Sorry to hear that. He passed away yesterday. But that cat had a lot of. Yeah, I know a lot. We we talked about Tubbs the cat. Before we known as Tubbs Cliff Cat. <laughs> Cliff Cat. Um, was he Kirby Cat too? He, he was never Kirby Cat. We have a cat named Kirby. You do have a cat named Kirby. Um, but uh, once Coach Kingsbury got fired, you had to change the name. <laughs> I call him Bubba now. Well, I, I called him Bubba. You called him Bubba, and he okay. was he was also called him my guy, and so my guy. 
he's up in uh, kitty heaven now. So I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. He's he's not he's not hurting anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, on this day in history, history, while we could talk more about the Olympic bombing or mention uh, mention Adam Walsh being abducted by a two leading to his death, and his father John Walsh hosting hosting America's Most Wanted, or even Armistice of the Korean War, we will talk about 1974 and the House beginning of the impeachment of Richard Milhouse Nixon. People got to know if they're president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> and oh, that, you were. Chuck, it's this day in sports. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day, this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Uh, Chuck. Mm-hmm. And Jeff. Jeff, yeah, we were we've been talking about trap games and talking about schedule. And yesterday, I went down my my I ran it down my what I thought I would win and lose, mm-hmm. exactly win and lose. So I'll just put it out there for you guys. In this season, twenty twenty two, how many games do you think Texas Tech will win in games in which Texas Tech is not favored? Oh goodness! So I mean, first you will have to look and see who. I think right now. I'm not sure that Tech will be favored in more than two or three games this year. Yeah, that, that was going to be my question is how many – Murray State, Kansas, and maybe TCU? Question mark? No, that's a, that's a road game. You're not going to be favored there. And TCU is not good. Uh, West Virginia? I, say, I can see maybe, you being favored there. Maybe. Okay, so take out the let's – just, let's just call it those three right there. So the, what's, tell me the question again. Kansas? How many games do you think Texas Tech wins in games which you will not be favored? Which will so not, not Kansas, not West Virginia, and not, not Murray State. Uh, okay, okay. I, I'm I'm going to say. I'm, I'm talking. I'm not straight up wins. I'm not talking about against the spread. Not Murray State, not Kansas, and what was the other? And West Virginia. West Virginia. I'm going to say two. Jeff, I'm seeing if I can come up with more than two because I'm at two right now with uh, TCU and with. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I literally just I went through the going, I'm going through the schedule. Um, damn it. Yeah, I think I'm stuck at two. Okay, so here, I, I don't know that I'm getting past two with uh, the TCU and Houston. Houston's the other one that I think you can win without being favored. I I also have the Red Raiders going five and seven. So that's where I am too. Jeff and I are in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. And I won't. I won't be happy if they go five and seven, but I'm not going to be disappointed if they go five and seven. I'm and I'm. You got a much harder schedule. You got a coaching staff change. Mm-hmm. You lost a bunch on your defense in key positions. That I'm okay with a half step back, knowing that you are getting this train locomotive running down the track at full speed. I echo what you say. Okay, I got it at four. Four. You got Kansas State and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't call those wins. I wish I could. Okay. I, there's no, like, I am a beat Texas at Tiddlywinks guy. Mm-hmm. If you told me I could get one Big 12 win this year, it's Kansas State. Okay. We I owe mean, them. There's no wrong answer here. Oh, that's I just, a wrong answer. Mine is definitely a wrong answer, yeah, but just, we owe them. I think there's a wrong answer here. I just want to know what people think. And yeah. Uh, off the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Robert says two. Uh, we get this. I say, realistically, we win eight games. Wow. And then lose in the Big 12 championship game. Wow. From uh, your lips to God's ears. Um, somebody asked this question. How could you possibly say 
that about in-game coaching considering McGuire has never coached a college game? That is a fair question. That is that is a super fair question. No, and and uh, there, there's a lot of lot to be determined there. I, but but but, uh, but here's what I would say: track record, you know, and sure. And, I mean, now granted, yeah, a lot of the track record is in high school as a head coach. Okay, but it's but, not high school in Mississippi. You're, it's it's Texas high school, high school in Texas. Football. Yeah, it's high school. It's it's big boy high school in football in Texas. It's not like he was at a two A. I think we I have mean, to acknowledge though, and you, Chris, you can speak to this because you you've been on the field as an official uh, from a high school standpoint and at at uh, non Power Five and now mm-hmm. Power Five in the SEC. Mm-hmm. The game will go faster for him, and he there will be some kind of an adjustment. But he's um, been, but he's. I think I think actually if he's setting things up the way he's the way he, he looks like slower? he's sitting I think he's going to be just fine because I think he's actually going to have to make less decisions okay. as a head coach in Division One than he was in high school. Okay, and and remember high school was a long time ago. He's been on a he's on been a, on a football on a field. Division One no, no staff for a long time. It's not like he's it's yeah. not like it's his first it's, college hey, game. This is not this is not. Gary, what's his name? Jerry Faust. Jerry Faust from mm-hmm. Cincinnati Moeller going and coaching Notre Dame. Right. And, and trying to, you know, um, coach them all up and, you know, win for varsity U. I mean, this is a this is a guy that that's, that, that's he's been there and been to the fires. And he's been on a Division One staff. And he's been with multiple Division One coaches. And, you know. He's seen how it's done. He's seen how it's done. But you have to acknowledge, though, that when you go from making suggestions to decisions, there is there is, an, there is a step there. Uh, 100%. There is a step there. There, there is 100%. And there, there is going to be a, a slight learning curve for him. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a slight. I'm, I'm not saying there is. But I have a, I sense a level of calm, understanding. Confidence. Quiet, quiet confidence. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, I think there's a, a believing in the things he's saying. You know, I I think we've had people around here just saying things that people wanted to hear, and saying things that sounded good. And I I see in, in Joey McGuire, a guy that's saying things that he truly believes about what about what our program yeah. can be. And will it remains to be seen. You know, he could be an abject failure, but. At least I think he, at this point in time, believes in the things he's saying and, and truly, truly believes that the thing he's saying are going to come true. Uh, this from the Yates Loring Center chat line. Uh, somebody says four games, uh, TU, TCU, UH, and Iowa State. I think winning in Iowa State, especially in November, um, you, you know, the question will be how healthy are you? How mm-hmm. healthy are they? Mm-hmm. Um, it will be bitter, bitter cold there. Uh Will there be some elements that go with that as Good. well? So, falling th- crystals from the sky. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and uh, my uh, lady Raider partner, Mark Pinkner, I guess I'm his partner because he's the he's the head man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sent me this, and we were when we were in Ames, we were wondering what they were building. They're building a sky bridge <laughs> over over their <laughs> over their interstate to their stadium from one parking lot to another. Of course, they are. And it's going to be open. And and Chuck is like, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? We are building one, Chuck. I know. I want one. I want one at the Womble to to the arena. Uh, This. There are a lot, a lot in uh, all caps, of things more challenging than coaching at the college level versus high school. However, I think in-game coaching decisions is not one of them. You've either got it or don't, and Joey's got it. Okay. I, and and see that's what I think. And and 
Here's the thing. But I want to say I want to say this, and but, I want I want to preface this by saying I liked Matt Wells a lot. I really did. Matt Wells is a good dude to me. I mean, he he really was. And I, but sometimes in games, Matt looked lost. When you would look at him on the sideline, it looked like he was searching for an answer that he didn't have. You know, it was almost like he he was answering you know an SAT question and he was about to bubble and see, just because. And you know some of the things I think. I think he let Mark Tomerdahl talk him into things on the sideline. And that's why I think we had so many goofy little special teams things. You know, he and Mark, he and Mark Tomerdahl were boys. Thieves. They were tight. Mm-hmm. And he let Mark Tomerdahl talk him into to things like pooch kickoffs after the touchdown. Uh, um, oh, surprise the, the surprise Iowa, onside kicks. Against Oklahoma State, which, I mean, you had all the momentum and you gave it all back. Yeah. And I think those are the things that, uh, you know, Unfortunately for for Matt, you know, his boy his boy Tomerdahl really kind of really kind of got him. Yeah, uh, this from washed up guy who's like our he's like our senior advisor to the morning drive. Okay, did you know that, that we have a senior, senior advi- advisor to the-, to the morning drive? A washed up guy. Here's a road trip suggestion. First, read, read Michael Sherris' book, The Killer Angels. He says it's an easy read. Then go to Gettysburg. That from washed up guy. I took no less than three books with me on my vacation, and I think I read about twenty pages. I just I struggle with that. <laughs> I I don't even bother taking books on vacation. I'll, I'll I'll download a video to watch on the airplane or something like that. But I'm not. If you tell if if I were to tell you I'm going to take a book on a trip, that's just that's just something extra for me I'll to tell carry. You a book that I'm, I'll tell you a book that I'm reading right now, uh, and I've, uh, my uh, daughter number two gave it to me for Christmas, and it's a very easy read. It's a Johnny Carson book written by uh, Ed McMahon. And, uh, and uh, Johnny's advice to Ed, his only advice to Ed was, oh, let's entertain the hell out of him. And he didn't want anything planned because he didn't want the show to sound planned. I'm like, wow. That's... <laughs> That sounds wrote, like a, that wrote, sounds like the morning drive. We're chucking Snyder together. Wrote, wrote, wrote the script for me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey Chuck, I've got a great idea for the fourth on the road trip. What's that? Our, our boy Collier. Oh, he would be outstanding. He'd be outstanding. And he, he would. He he, he, he has he, he nominated himself? No, but he he just sent me on another thing on the Snead line, and it, it's great. I think that gets him on the trip. What was it? It's it, he's got a. I'll show you in the break. <laughs> uh, King Craig asked if uh, Fink and I are the dynamic duo. We think we are. We we think that we're we think we're a dynamic duo. We we try to do things to, along those lines. What are you laughing at? I'm the, the dynamic duo. Yeah, <laughs> we're a dynamic duo. I'm trying to figure out which one is Boy Wonder. <laughs> Big plays and even bigger laughs. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Time for the boom boom boom. Here is uh, Chris Need to lead us off. Chuck Hines, we take you to Cincinnati, where Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow will have an appendectomy. A timetable has not been set for the per- That's procedure. really curious. Usually those appendectomies, it's like, I mean, it's like, boom, you got it, and boom, you have the surgery, and boom, you're home. Uh, I mean, And, and it, maybe it sounds like uh, there's the planned procedure. We'll yeah. find out. Uh, it's likely to be within the next 48 hours, according to a source familiar with the source, but speaking of this. Do you have yours? I have mine. Okay. I do not. You do not have yours. Uh, NFL Networks was the first to report this news, so we don't really care, though. But we're reporting it now. So this, uh, <laughs> this uh, Cincinnati's veteran reported to practice on Tuesday ahead of the mm-hmm. team's first official training camp on 
Wednesday. I mean, barring any complications, it's a relatively simple procedure. Yeah, he'll be out for about three or four days, and yeah. he'll, he'll do some stuff. Yeah. Arizona Cardinal coach, former Texas Tech quarterback, Cliff Kingsbury, said he had, according to The Athletic, no role in adding a, quote, independent study addendum to quarterback Kyler Murray's new $230 million contract. Coach Kingsbury said, yeah, I don't get in on the negotiation. Obviously, my entire role in that was prayer and pleading, and it worked out really well for me. Now, he shares the same agent. With his with his uh, quarterback. With his quarterback. So, mm. <laughs> hey, you can't be Pontius Pilate here, Coach. I mean, of course, of course you were involved in this. You know? Uh, of course uh... he was. Uh, Coach Kingsbury said uh, he had no concerns about Murray's preparation, pointing out that the quarterback has improved every season. He says this, there's a handful of quarterbacks who can win the Super Bowl in this league, and we feel like he is one of them. Hmm. This is going to be a distraction I, for um, for the Arizona Cardinals. I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's too bad. We take you to, over to Arizona where uh, San Francisco Giants picture Carlos Rodon. Frustrated after the fifth inning, seven to three loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks, kicked right. a bat in the dot. How the does dugout, this happen? Hits shortstop Thyroid Estrada in the knee on Tuesday. Teammates, including infield Wilmer Flores, were not happy with Rodon. <laughs> Unacceptable action, Rodon said after the mm-hmm. game. I hit my teammate, the nicest teammate on the team, just a selfish action, and it can't happen. It's stupid. Estrada stayed in the game. And was hit by Luke Weaver's pitch, leading off the sixth inning. That one got around his arm guard, and he later scored on Brandon Belt's double. Rodon, eight and six, gave up three hits on in six innings. Two were home runs, though, according and accounting for five runs. He struck out ten, walked two, and hit a batter and kicked his teammate. Uh, this from NBC Sports. Headline is Barry Bonds being denied a baseball Hall of Fame leaves Dusty Baker befuddled. Mm. <laughs> befuddled was he flummoxed he's flummoxed he's he was asked he was asked why david ortiz got in in his first year of eligibility and barry bonds was smacked with a nay for 10 consecutive years mm, because bonds was in the mitchell report and carl and poppy wasn't he says this uh, dusty baker said this same way jeff kent didn't get in yeah. Same way Pete Rose didn't get in. Mm-hmm. Same way Roger Clemens doesn't get in. Mm-hmm. The voters like guys of high character, guys with no marks or any suspicions <laughs> about their reputation. Or maybe oh, it's how you treated the media. Exactly. Oh, come on, that, Dusty. You, you're smarter than that. It is. You got it. You know, it's it's if you're not if you don't kiss the tails of the media, the guys. And for the life of me, I don't know why baseball writers have votes for for the Hall of Fame. I don't know why baseball and uh, football oh, that's writers. Right. You're drunken yeah, the, sports writers. Yeah, I don't want why 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 football writers have votes for the Heisman Trophy. I mean, you get guys that had the Heisman Trophy vote 30 years ago that are now writing flower columns for for newspapers, still voting on the Heisman Trophy. Same thing with these with these ridiculous uh, uh, drunken sports writers that are that are voting people in. Well, Barry Bonds didn't talk to me after he, after he went 0 for 6 with five strikeouts in a game in 1982. That's not why Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I know why Barry Bonds isn't. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he took PEDs. We know that. But these guys get all these guys get all butt hurt because one guy didn't talk to him one night in the in the in the in the locker room. I, I think I think I think that's somewhat. I, well, that's I agree. not overplayed. Well, that's, I, that's 100 percent the truth. I think it's somewhat overplayed, but I don't think in the case if Bonds hadn't 
showing up in the Mitchell Report. If Bonds hadn't done the PEDs, Bonds was the already... The Mitchell all- Report was garbage. The Mitchell Report was put out by a guy who I, was a Boston Red Sox. My, my, uh, and, and, and guess who was not in there? Any of the Boston Red Sox. My point is this. My point is this. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he took the, the steroids. Okay, but here's the deal. If the Mitchell Report's going to be the, the baseline for the reason why guys aren't going to get in, then, hey, Big Poppy, known PED user. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on this. Okay, I am with you Jeff on this. Jeff Bagwell, because, known PED user. And here's the other thing. is If Bud Selig is in the Hall of Fame, then then you got to put everybody in the Hall of Fame. Pudge Rodriguez, known PED user. Okay, proceed. Or are you done? Uh, we take it out to uh, <laughs> Arizona once again, where okay. Drew Jones, the second overall pick in this month's MLB uh, draft, injured his shoulder Monday morning, just days, days after he signed the record $8.189 million contract, equal to the value slot for the second overall pick. They introduced him at Chase Field over the weekend. However, during his first batting practice, first he injured himself, and he's probably going to miss the rest of this year. And that's why you don't show up to camp until you sign your contract. Mm-hmm. Rich Rodriguez, remember him. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. a familiar name. Okay, guy that could have been the head coach at Texas Tech instead of Mike Leach. That's now he's didn't, didn't like Lubbock. Now he's at Jacksonville State. Mm. He's concerned, Chris, about the long-term future of college football. Mm. This is rich for Rich Rodriguez to be saying this. He said there's people making decisions that think they know what's best for college football athletics that have never been involved in college athletics. I'll put it out there right now. If you're a congressman or center, you've got bigger problems than college sports. Let us solve college sports. You all fix inflation and gas prices. I mean, he's not wrong. He also says this. I just think there has to be some sort of cap or contract or some kind of thing so you don't go buy yourself a championship, so to speak. In the NFL, the best teams pick last. In college football, <laughs> the best teams are going to be picking first. And so uh, the best teams are always going to be the best teams. That's cute. Newsflash. That's cute, best Rich. teams are still picking first. Well, and here's the other thing, too, is, you know, Rich Rodriguez has always been a guy that's gotten paid, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he left West Virginia to go to Michigan. Why? So he could get paid. Mm-hmm. And then Michigan paid him to go away. And Michigan paid him to go away. And now he's coaching at Jacksonville State. Yeah, well, because the, the Arizona State thing didn't go so well for him. Mm-hmm. That's a boom, boom, boom. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, boys trip to Fredericksburg. There's some great breweries and food. Then the next day head to Lukenbach. Just have a trip like Johnny Carson had. A show with no plans. Just have a des- general destination. You know what? I, 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 I don't. Hey, hey, I, I'm down with that, Chuck Hines. I tell you this. We do this. Let's do a coin flip trip. Oh. We get to a major interstate. We hmm. flip a coin. Okay. How long are we going to be gone? Oh, four days. Four Five days? days? Okay. Five-day road trip? I'm not sure going to Fredericksburg. is. I kinda, See, I'm kind of thinking, if you're thinking it's metrosexual for the, guys to go together to I, Seattle, I, I'm I, thinking. Fredericksburg, is, that's a place you go to with your wife. To me, that's how I look at that. Because it's that's you go shopping. Uh, that's yeah, where you're holding yeah. the bag. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're that's because you've drug her to a football game or basketball game or some kind of sporting event, and this is the this, this is, is the, the payback. That's the payback. This trip. is the payback. Here's the winery. That's kind of how Here's I look the, at that. Uh, hey, let's go look at the spices. Yeah. Let's go look. Oh, look at this. This, uh, this antique place. They've got. They've got. They've got dust mats. They've got dust mats. You got you buy stuff that you never ever see again, right? It's like, 
hey, remember remember when we spent $365 in that one? Where's all that stuff at? Oh. <laughs> I've got it on the shelf somewhere, right? Are you highly monitored right now? Because I certainly am. I'm thinking I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Highly monitored. <laughs> yeah, I, highly I, monitored. I know that. Uh, I know that I'm extremely monitored. Right it's amazing now. to me that sometimes you guys forget that other people can hear you. I know. <laughs> I do forget that people listen. Right. Right. I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pass on the Fredericksburg. I am too. Trip. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm, pass I'm passing on that. On that. Yeah, just before eight this morning here on the. But I'm down. Drive. You down with coin flip? I'm, I mean, seriously, Chuck Hines, I am down for this. We could just go two guy road road trip, man. I think you got to have somewhat of a destination, somewhat north. The road north. Some, some the road is the destination. I, I will tell you this: one of the one of the I think one of our best vacations was when the lucky lady and I went down to Padre, and we literally had no plan, no no plans, and. We stopped on the way down. We stopped at the Luwaki Steakhouse in uh, Luwaki, Texas. Uh, yep. The original one. Yeah, Luwaki. That's a great the, steak. The original one. And the thing that was always most fascinating to me about that is I asked the I asked the waitress, hey, are these croutons homemade? Yes, sir. We make them every day. Nice. And then the, one of the other the, the waitresses were drinking beer while they were serving. I mean, that's, <laughs> see, that's what you want. That's what you want. And it was uh, it was outstanding. It did not disappoint. All right. Just before 8 this morning on the morning drive. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Chris Fanita's in for Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire and Chuck Hines. Reminder, we'll have Astros baseball this afternoon on 100.7 The Score. 2.05 the broadcast time. They take on the Swingin' A's from Oakland. And 2.30-ish first pitch. Uh, Rangers and the Mariners today from Seattle. Uh, 2 o'clock our broadcast time with Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks. And then 2.30 or so first pitch. Uh, from Seattle. Rangers will stay on the West Coast this weekend. They'll play at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That'll be Friday night, excuse me, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. And the Astros are home this weekend. They'll take on the Seattle Mariners. So that'll be tomorrow night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. Okay. Somebody asked the question about Ryan Sandberg. Isn't he on that list? Uh, Sandberg is on the list. He's behind... Uh, Joe Gordon and ahead of Craig Biggio, and um, so he's he's on that list. So the other thing that and what and what's what got me started on this is when I when I saw this list of uh, of Major League Baseball leaders. This was um, this was Major League Baseball leaders bases on balls issued by pitchers. Okay, um, do you know who the number one uh, Walker? is in Major League Baseball history. Who's gotten the most walks? Who's given up the most walks? Oh. Given up the most walks. Uh, the Nolan? Rangers pitching staff in 97? Nolan is correct. Yeah, Nolan Ryan. 2,795. I, I knew he was, it was, he was high in strikeouts and high in walks. Yeah. Uh, he also, on this particular list is second all-time in innings pitched, 5,386. So he had issued almost five walks uh, per nine innings. Okay, Carlton, Steve Carlton is second, Phil Necro is third, then early win, Bob Feller. Uh, Charlie Huff is on that list in the top ten. So is Roger Clemens, Tom Glavin, Randy Johnson. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, nobody current. Jack Morris, Tom Seaver, Gaylord Perry. Bobby Witt, Mike Torres, all names that you know. 
uh, Don Sutton. How about this for Don Sutton? Don Sutton, over 5,000 innings pitched, 5,282 and a third, issued 1,343 walks, 2.3 walks per nine innings. Wow. And my point on this is you won't see this because um, nobody's pitching that long. Ow, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, nobody's pitching this long. You I know, mean, you had guys back then. It was nothing to see a guy go complete game. Now you see guys, you know, if you get them through six, you know, that you know you you, you think the guy's a hall of famer if he gets you seven innings a night. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, and a guy two complete games this year. Wow. Right. I remember Birdsell threw a complete game this year, and, and we were all like, oh, my God, he threw a complete game. Right. Right. I mean, you're, you're uh, right now you're uh, – let's see. Let me go to Major League Pitching Leaders. Uh, I can't – see if I can get this. Who's um, leading the league in complete games this year? Is there like 25 guys tied with one? Yeah, I'm I, – I'm not going to be able to. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to this the way that I wanted to. Anyway, the, my point was that you just, you just don't, you just don't, you just don't see this. You just, you just don't see. This. So right now, so far this year, the the leader in terms of pitching the innings pitched this year is 144 innings, and that's uh, Sa- Sandy Alcantara for the Miami Marlins. I, I guess I guess my point is, is yeah that, I'm looking at him he's, he's the you know I guess I just I just look at this and go the war. nobody nobody is um, nobody's pitching very many innings nobody's playing very many innings <laughs> yeah why would why would they why would they <laughs> right I mean you've got you've got 28 relievers down there you know this is our left-handed specialist this is our our right-handed specialist this is our long guy this is our short guy this is our setup guy and this is our closer so so right now the active leader uh, in innings pitched is Zach Grinky with 3192 Justin Verlander's second Max Scherzer is third Clayton uh, Clayton Kershaw's is fourth then Adam Wainwright and then Madison Bumgarner and then it drops off to David Price and Johnny Cueto here's this but is the- we're, but we're talking about Grinky Grinky only has 3,100 innings pitched. And my, my point is, is that when you look at this, when you look at this all time, you know, you have guys like Chuck Finley. Chuck Finley's at the bottom of this list. Okay. Uh, and uh, with 3,197 and Bobby Witt's below him with 2,400. The entire Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. In all of Major League Baseball, there are there's one team that has more, oh, two teams, three teams. Four teams that have more than one complete game by a pitcher this year. Do you know that which team has the most complete games by a pitcher? Dodgers. Wrong. Red Sox. Do you know how many that is? Two. Three. Three. Wow. Most teams have no complete games. The Red Sox have three. Um, Astros have two. Marlins have two. Cardinals have two. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is two, either one or zero. Yeah. Uh, Robert, the Yankee fan, says, I hated George Brett. Yeah, I get it. I hated Craig Nettles. I hated Craig Nettles, too. 
Why did you uh, hate George Brett? Because he's a Yankee fan. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like the it's not like I mean the it's not like the Yankees ruined uh, the Royals more than the Royals ever ruined the Yankees. The Royals only ruined the Yankees in 1980. And that's 42 years ago. By the way, I heard this the other day. I think it was Choice Woodman or Haxton that brought this up. Caddyshack released 42 years ago. Okay. Doesn't that, does that make you feel old? It kind of no. makes me feel old. No. Star Wars was released before that. Uh, Chuck, this morning my wife, my wife asked if I have seen the dog Bull. She was not amused when I answered, I didn't know he could. But um, bum. That was a that was a TikTok joke that was going around last week. Was it? Okay. Yeah. It hit that, and it was a dad joke. Yeah. Somebody asked about Denny McLean of Detroit. Wasn't he the last thirty game winner? He was. He was. I bet nobody can do it again. Well. I bet you Denny McLean would take that bet. <laughs> Where's the rim shot, Jeff? Come on. <laughs> Art Schleister says, hold my beer. <laughs> Art Schleister was making bets from jail. Using the one call a day, he got to make bets. Oh, gosh. That was funny. I had a... It's an addiction. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't, I'm not sure if Denny McLean is still alive or not. I don't... No, I don't think I don't think something we can I don't that think up. that he is, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna guess he is still alive. He's 78. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Speaking of that, I had a customer once um, who would uh, place it, place advertising from jail, and he would he would call the radio station. I think we would have to take the collect call, and he would he would tell me what he wanted to run for his business. <laughs> He's not currently in jail. Okay, eight twenty-three this morning. I tell on you this: Denny McLean hasn't missed any meals since he got no, out of baseball. No, 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 <laughs> not he's one not. single meal. No, not one single meal. No, he's. What's is he going about three large? Mm. It's got to be right. Mm. He's a big dude. <laughs> wow, Denny. <laughs> Denny McLean. He probably broke Mike Gustafson's Gaylord heart. Perry. Have you seen Gaylord Perry lately? The last time I saw Gaylord Perry was at the uh, 2012 All-Star Game. Is that the one where he wore the uh, the throwback jersey that had that 17 different no. teams on it? No. <laughs> well, he's, he's had that forever, right? Yeah. No. So, yeah. 8.24 this morning. Here on the they morning were on group. the concourse, and he was walking through, and Gaylord Perry's in his wheelchair. Oh. That's not correct. That's not the story? No, that's not the story. Which, when did that one? was that one? It wasn't. <laughs> wow. No, no, I feel I'm like I'm being mocked here. I thought that was the same story. No, no, I, I was outside of the stadium. I was walking from, I was in the parking lot with all these fans. We had just left the All-Star game, and my brother and I are going to a party. Wait, we just left the home run derby. My brother and I are going to a party uh, over at Arrowhead, I believe, is where it was, or there was some kind of party tent. And all these, these thousands of people are walking by, and there's this old man in a baseball cap waiting on his wife holding, holding the shopping bags. And it's none other than Gaylord Perry. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked by him and I told my brother, I go, Chris, his name is Chris. I said, Chris, there's Gaylord Perry. Let's go talk to him. And we did. We went back and talked to him. He's the last pitch for your hometown Royals. <laughs> I think I saw him pitch. It is uh, 825 this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T973.com.